0: And welcome to the It Is Well podcast. I'm your host, Dani Hardy, and I am so pumped, y'all, that we are nearing the start of fall. With its cooler temperatures and vibrant colors, it is my favorite time of year. I hope that today you are finding joy in the simple pleasures all around you and finding the space and the peace to say, It Is Well. If you're a fan of this podcast, I ask that you take just a few minutes to write a review, leave a rating, or share it with a friend. Y'all, it makes such a difference. Each episode is created with you in mind as I hope to help spur you along in your relationship with God as we all gain new kingdom perspective, which allows us to say it is well, no matter what comes our way. Friends, I am so excited today to introduce you to one of my sisters in ministry who is full of deep-rooted wisdom and so much good insight. I really, really enjoyed interviewing my friend Megan West and believe that you will learn something new from her today as we discuss the importance of obeying well in every season. Lean in, friends, as you listen in on our conversation. Guys, I am so excited to welcome to the show today my friend Megan West, and I'm going to let her tell you about who she is, Um, and I'm just excited today. I feel like I'm just grinning ear to ear to welcome her. So Megan, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, like tell us who you are, your family, where you're from, your passions, your podcast, like all the best stuff. Give it to us.
1: So I am a Midwest girl. My husband and I we live in Springfield, Missouri. We have been married for ten years. We just celebrated last month, and together we have three little boys currently mm-hmm. six, three, and one years old. So wow. life is very messy, full of dirty diapers, mm. um, Cheerios on the floor, lots of laundry. You know, yeah, yeah, all the things. <laughs> and together we are small business owners as well. So, we love getting to serve our community. We're actually coffee roasters. And so, we love providing our community really good coffee.
0: Awesome. Are you
1: also. Uh Are
0: you drinking coffee right now?
1: No, I am not. Oh, (laughs) girl. I'm
0: I'm impressed. (laughs) I'm impressed at this time of day.
1: Yes, I'm a no-coffee-after-4 p.m. kind of girl. Otherwise, I cannot get to sleep. Okay. And you know how precious sleep is in the yes, season. Yes, so. I
0: feel you. I feel you. Okay, go on. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. And then we also are ministers of the gospel. So my husband travels um, throughout the year, obviously not as much right now because of COVID season, um, but he travels with a team of ministers, and they do extreme stunt shows at colleges and so other cool. church communities. and. Yeah, and they get to share the gospel that way. And about one year ago, I um, made a big switch in my life where I left a church leadership position that I absolutely loved and mm-hmm. adored in order to stay at home with our three boys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was kind of an unexpected thing, but God was very clear on that on that decision. Yeah. And I cannot imagine anything else right now which mm-hmm. isn't that amazing where you think you know what life's going to look like a right. year from now but really we have no idea right so good so yes yeah I could not imagine a better situation um but yes so for about eight years I was the community connections pastor at our church so um and into kind of helping to lead our house churches and our small groups and then running our communications I was able to serve our women's our women's ministry and our women in our church, which is something that I have always loved to do. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so right now I am still able to do that in a different creative way than what I've been doing the last several years. So yeah, well, the burden is still the same, the burden on my heart for young women and this generation Mm -hmm. in particular. Um, But yeah, so right now, you know, I am doing that through um, ministering to women on my podcast Mm -hmm. and then... Like maintaining mentoring relationships with young women in our community, which I can't say that enough. Just the importance of that face to face um, mentorship and connection and relationship Mm. with with women is so huge for me. So I love getting to do that anytime I'm able to, which again, right now I have to be a little more creative with that. Right. Um, Right. But I, I love, yeah, getting to just serve women in this generation.
0: I will say from my experience with your ministry is so timely and encouraging. And so I receive that from you um, and your encouragement and your truth that you're just, you're speaking through your podcast and through your weekly encouragements that you're sending out to women and, and y'all like. We'll talk later about her social media outlets that you can check out, but her family is the cutest. Mm -hmm. Like y'all are just, you, you, you are, you're just the cutest ever. Um, and your heart for encouraging women is just beautiful. And so I'm super grateful for your ministry and the way that you're serving women in, in your sphere of influence. It's absolutely awesome. Awesome. Um, And I love that you mentioned what you did when you were part of a local body as far as leading, um, because that's sort of how we met. Um, You were. Yeah, it's so cool. So we were both at um, a women's leadership conference called Propel that was happening up in northwest Arkansas in the fall of 2018. And we sort of met during that luncheon, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, it was during the luncheon, during the, the break hour.
0: Yeah, and so we met nice. then, and that's when we were in that the little leader's lunch, and Christine Kane was speaking and, and asking questions, and um, I, while I, like, stopped, yes. I was fangirling a little bit with Christine Kane being right there, um, but... So powerful. <laughs> oh, so, so <laughs> incredible, but we met then, and then I think we sort of, like, bumped into each other later and decided, like, we need to be friends. We kind of got to know each other, and then we've just been keeping up on social media, and um you know following one another there and learning each other's lives and kind of our happenings and what's going on and it's just been so cool
1: yeah like you said kind of bump in. we bumped into each other i think Mm -hmm. we were both we both went up to Diana Nepstead at the same moment to yep. asked her a question about ministry. We sure did.
0: We sure did. <laughs>
1: and at the exact same moment of all moments of the whole day. Right. <laughs> we were like, hey, maybe we should know each other. And you know how the Lord just highlights people where he's like, hey, you're supposed to know each other.
0: Yes. And it just
1: felt like one of those moments, even though we haven't seen each other in person ever since. But just uh, like you said, just following up with each other online. And mm-hmm. I'm so blessed
2: so Mm -hmm. blessed
1: to know you, Fred.
0: Well, thank you so much. And that's my favorite thing about social Mm -hmm. media its just the ability to connect with people and to get to know people that otherwise you wouldn't get to know. And so I'm thankful for that little divine moment um, where God just put us together and said, y'all need to know each other. You know, that was super sweet. Mm -hmm. So um, it's been fun to stay in touch over social media and get to know each other that way. And so we're going to jump on in to today's content. And friends, today, we are talking about the big O of obedience. (laughs) Um, Right? (laughs) I had to throw that one in there. Um, Over the last couple of years, Megan, I've witnessed you just passionately pursuing the Lord while also maintaining this really true posture of obedience. And that's not easily done. So start us off today by telling us a little bit about what obedience
1: means to you. Well, first of all, when you asked me to share on obedience, that was incredibly humbling because <laughs> um yeah, I feel like that's something that I'm daily learning and yes. growing in and working out, you know.
0: Yes, girl. And work
1: out our salvation and fear and trembling. And it's yes. kind of that where I'm like, Oh Lord, help me with this today because mm-hmm. I am really struggling and so Yeah, the first thing that I think of when I think of obedience is faithfulness.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, And
1: so I think of faithful obedience. And, you know, when I don't know about you, but sometimes whenever you hear, especially in a more cultural context, worldly context, when you hear the word obedience, it can kind of have a negative stigma. I feel like the world has caused that in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. and especially You know, in our society today, but especially when talking about obedience and parenting. And I don't know if it's just because, you know, I'm in this season of parenting where, you know, we're really trying to figure out how to discipline our children. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the more I read and the more I, you know, will hear things out in the world, obedience can be a really negative thing. And I just think that's so sad because when you look at God's word, He's so clear about why obedience is essential for our well-being right for our physical well-being our spiritual well-being our mental well-being everything and how it leads to fruit in our lives Mm, and it leads to life not to death and destruction and you know I'm growing in obedience as I'm trying to teach my children obedience Mm -hmm. and so it's you know it's beautiful um just dance that I'm currently in my husband and I are in in this season of parenting but you know, for me, as I've followed the Lord over the last about 19 years, I found that the most joy and peace comes from faithfully being obedient to the Lord
2: mm-hmm. and right. saying yes
1: to him, no right. matter what. Right. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm a big journaler and there's definitely been seasons where I haven't, you know, kept up with it as much. But as I have found myself journaling over the years I'm more of like a prayer journaler
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: one of my biggest prayers that I just write over I look through my journals and I see it over and over and over again over the last decade plus is you know Lord may I be found faithful and help me to follow you and obey you no matter the cost
2: yes
1: because I know that my flesh is strong Mm -hmm. and my flesh wants what I want um, I, you know, can um, tend to be a controlling person to the people around me and with myself. And if I, you know, if I have a plan, if I have something that I want to see happen, I'm going to make it happen. And unfortunately, that, uh, you know, isn't always the way that, you know, the Lord has best plan for us. Where Come he on. says, you know, if that's yeah. great, you have a plan, but you need to lay it before me mm-hmm. and trust me. And maybe I have a different way and you need to be willing to go the way that I'm asking you yeah. to go. And so that's been one of my greatest prayers over the years is just help me to follow you mm-hmm. and obey no matter the cost. Because don't you know that obedience oftentimes has a great cost. Right. It requires surrender and sacrifice. I mean, we see that all throughout the Bible, especially the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. But, you know, following Jesus is always better Than any reward or any earthly gain the world might provide in this lifetime. And over the years, um, I'll just share a couple of my favorite scriptures that I have found that most of you probably already know, but these have been some of my go-to scriptures over the last Really, 10 to 15 years, especially. Perfect. Um, But Colossians 3 23 through 24, Mm -hmm. where it says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and Mm -hmm. not for men, Mm -hmm. knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Mm, Amen. And for me, that has been so huge just to memorize that scripture. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's even been one that I've just written down and put on my mirror when I'm getting ready in the morning or at yes. night time yes.
0: and just kind
1: of plaster around and just constantly speak that over my spirit mm-hmm. because the Lord knows I need that word all the time. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, especially when you're, you have people pleasing tendencies, you mm, know, which come I'm on. A, come I don't on. know if you guys do Enneagram, but Enneagram <laughs> too.
2: Uh, and yeah. definitely
1: a people pleaser by nature. And so the Lord knows that I need to work that out with him. And a big part is just saying, God, you know, whatever I do, I want to do it for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not out here to please men. I'm not doing this for myself or for other people. I'm right. doing it to bring you glory.
2: Right. And so I'm good. here
1: to serve you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and then also Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 has been, my husband and I is one of our go-to verses over our family and our marriage and just, you know, in all the major seasons of life Mm -hmm. when we're having to make major decisions um, or just kind of figure out, you know, what God wants us to do. It's a prayer that we pray over and over again, but it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and Mm -hmm. do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: again, it's one of those, just putting your complete trust in the Lord yeah. with all your heart. And don't you know that only the Lord really, he's the only one that truly knows our full heart mm, come and on. our infictions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So just saying, God, you know, I trust you. I don't want to lean on my own understanding because right. I know what I see in this moment and in this situation mm-hmm. and it's not working out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So help me to understand with your eyes, with your heart, and know that even if it doesn't make sense, I'm gonna follow you because mm-hmm. you're gonna make the path straight. It doesn't right. mean that it's gonna lead even to where I wanted it to lead or right. or I'm gonna yeah. end up, you know, where I thought I should have ended up. But, you know, at the end of at the end of my life, as I'm saying yes to you. You're Gonna lead me down paths of righteousness,
2: mm-hmm. you know, for
1: his name's sake, and it's gonna be good. So, those are two of my major favorite verses that's
0: when awesome it comes to obedience. Awesome, <laughs> and I love how you talked about, um, you know, having to work out the people pleasing and how that has to become yes. less and less, and us being pleasing before God has to become more and more mm-hmm. as we posture ourselves towards obedience, um, and how that. You know, he's going to make our our paths straight, but they might not be easy um, and it may not end us up where we want them to, where we wanted them to go. But obedience isn't about our plan or our agenda. It's about us surrendering all of those things to God and to his agenda and his plan. Ah, so beautiful. So beautiful. And I know that over the last couple of years, um, I mean, God's asked you to do some hard things, you know, in this, this last year or so, really even. So, maybe even some things that maybe you thought you would never do, you know, like I have those mm-hmm. things before that I think I will never do this. And then that's the very thing that God asked me to do. Um, and he's right? just, he's kind of funny that way. Right. <laughs> um, and so, it's oh, yes. uh, so good. So what are some like specific events maybe that you want to share? I know you talked a little bit about, um, being at home with your kiddos mm-hmm. and that transition, in your life and so maybe some of those specific things like where you had to be boldly obedient like what did those things teach you about the character of God
1: yes so oh my goodness yeah there's so many examples right. man, that I could give where you know I said I would never do that and then here we are Lord yeah at this crossroads and I feel like you're leading down this path um But just, yeah, like you said, some of the more recent ones for me was a year ago, stepping into staying at home full time.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: it's so funny because, um, you know, I am surrounded by the grace and mercy of God, surrounded by warrior, amazing women. Mm -hmm. And, oh my goodness, from, you know, across the generations, like, when I look back, you know, the last several years of my life, I'm just so grateful for them and for their voices in my life. And I mean, women who, you know, are full-time working moms, working single women, you know, college, single girls, all the way up to, you know, mother stay at home moms and women who have adult children yeah. who are back at work And you know, just any, any scenario you could imagine. Um, there are likely in my community and Mm -hmm. I'm so blessed and so I am convinced that there's not you know one formula for the way that our lives are meant to work it's a constant you know like you and I were talking about earlier a constant pivot with the Lord and just saying okay you know I'm gonna I feel like you're leading me to do this now and I'm gonna trust you and it might look different a year from now right and being willing to do that so yes I was um you know, one of the women for many years who said, I just, I don't have it in me to stay at home full time. It just Mm -hmm. wasn't something that I had aspired to do necessarily to be a stay-at-home mom. And again, I'm surrounded by incredible, my best friends are stay-at-home moms Mm -hmm. and homeschool moms even. And it just wasn't something that I felt the grace for. And over the last couple of years, as, you know, our sons were being born and they were getting older and, you know, church ministry responsibilities were getting greater and, you know, life Mm changing. My husband and I both felt like the Lord was preparing us for a major change. And so, yes, stepping out of that ministry position and into being at home full time was so, it was hard, but it wasn't at the same time, because you know what I mean when when God is in something Mm -hmm. and when you have, you know, it's not a suddenly decision you know sometimes God puts those decisions before us mm-hmm. but in my experience most of the time he's so good to prepare us
2: yeah come for on. what's
1: ahead mm-hmm. and you know as I fasted and as my husband and I prayed together and talked things through and I sought godly counsel and just waited on the Lord he made it So perfectly clear. Mm -hmm. And while the decision was hard and it definitely required a lot of surrender. Yeah, come um, on. (laughs) Surrendering of what I thought my days would look like. Right. It I was able to make the decision with so much joy and Mm -hmm. peace because I knew God's hand was on it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and I only knew that because of seeking him and waiting on his voice. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, so that was super hard and then also over, you know, the winter season, as we were needing to make decisions of where to send our, you know, our six-year-old to kindergarten. um, We had plans laid out that we had had in in place for about three years for Mm -hmm. kindergarten. And over the course (laughs) of the spring, we felt like God was shifting gears for us and telling us to pivot and Mm -hmm. to make a different decision. And that was one of those things that I said, I will never homeschool. And I told, um, what, you know, one of my dearest friends is an amazing homeschool mom to three mm-hmm. kids for about their past eight years. She's been doing that. And I remember telling her that a year ago, I don't think I'll, I could ever do that. Mm-hmm. And here I am
0: saying
1: yes to homeschooling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, again, we're taking it one year at a time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to trust the Lord one year at a time, but mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, so You know it's so i've learned that it's so important to wait on him for clarity and to earnestly seek him Mm -hmm. especially when i'm unsure of what to do and you know in these decisions like you said you know where you're having to face hard things and you know pivot and make hard decisions if i am under i know that it's time to wait on him Mm -hmm. and to seek him full force Mm -hmm. so yeah, because so he's so good to speak to us. Absolutely. Yeah, he's so good to give us vision for our lives. Mm-hmm. But you know, for I what I've realized more often than not, we don't always see how it's gonna play out, even when if we have the vision, we don't know how it's exactly gonna play out. There you go. And this is why we have to seek him for every mm-hmm. single step and know and trust that he's gonna show us the way as we journey with him mm-hmm. in this life. And yeah. one of my favorite scriptures in this past season really over the last couple of years as I've been walking through these hard decisions with the Lord is Ephesians two ten, and it's actually mm-hmm. like my my theme verse so to speak for my podcast mm-hmm. um, but it says for we are his workmanship created mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus for good works which yeah. God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them
2: mm-hmm.
1: and yes. it's just such a good reminder yes that, You know, no matter the season that we find ourselves in, we are God's workmanship. And there's not, you know, it's not a, it's not a comparison thing. The Lord knew Mm -hmm. what he had planned for us. That's right. And so we're to speak him for what that looks like and Mm -hmm. know that, okay, God, whatever's in front of me, no matter what my season is, I know that I'm created in Christ Jesus for good works, and Mm -hmm. you've prepared them beforehand for me Mm -hmm. and what you're asking me to do is to walk obediently in those things Mm -hmm. because he knew before you know before we even existed and so in this season you know I know what my portion looks like and I know what my submit I'm big on knowing knowing your assignment yeah and I know what that looks like for me in this season and I know that he will provide everything Mm -hmm. that I could possibly need for that and that's same for everyone every single person that you know, is speaking out to follow Christ, he has more than enough to fulfill the assignment he's he's prepared for us.
0: That's right. I love just that idea that we're being prepared right now for what the good works that he has prepared in advance for us. Um, It's such a beautiful depiction of his character and his kindness and his goodness. And that does not mean, though, that we will always feel 100% prepared before we are asked to take that first step. Sometimes we have to take that first step, right? Um, And we have to trust, like you were saying, that the grace will be given as the grace is needed. Um, Um, And that's so true of his character and his kindness. And so, you know, I believe we can both speak from experience about how living a lifestyle of bold obedience can be kind of scary at times because it's countercultural, right? Like it's different than what the world has perhaps taught us to do, to just trust and to move forward as we earnestly seek God. And so, You've challenged us towards living a life of obedience. And so I want us to close out our time together with just, I mean, you've been real honest about, about life and about the the shifts and the hardships of, um, of doing this really well, because it's not always pretty. It's not always Instagram perfect. And that's one of the reasons why I asked you to talk about obedience, because I see it in your life. I see it, um, played out even on your Instagram feed, right. Of where you're surrendering, um, All of the big things and all of the small things. And so that's why my heart was just postured towards you to talk about this topic. And so give us some like raw and real truth, like about how we decide, because this is an everyday decision to be obedient and to surrender ourselves before God. So what does that look like each and every day?
1: Oh, yes, girl. And don't you know, Mm -hmm. just to continue with the, um, you know, being honest and raw and real, which I'm all about. Um, But, oh, man, don't you know that testing will come Come when sharing on a topic such as obedience? Yeah. Yep.
0: Come on. (laughs) So literally,
1: (laughs) as I was preparing notes for our talk this week, all week long, it seems like I was facing just full-on battles with Mm. our older boys. And, you know, and within myself, I can't, you right. know, put the finger at them. <laughs> just right. just that it was definitely all of us. Yeah. The perfect storm. And, you know, we even went back to memorizing Ephesians 1 or Ephesians 6-1, obeying your parents, <laughs> mm-hmm. myself struggling with our days together. And, you know, each person's season looks different right now. Yeah. And so, you know, even if you can't relate as a mom with young children or homeschooling even you, all of you who are listening, know exactly what I mean. I say that we all have days or weeks even where <laughs> there's just this straight up battle. Yes. You know, it's just a battle to yes. make it through the day. Yes. And I have found that, you know, more often than not, the battle starts in our heart and mm, in our
0: mind. Come on. And
1: it's plot from there, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes, unfortunately for me, the, you know, I'm not as, um, as you know, surrender to the Lord in those moments and right,
0: come on. choose to
1: renew my mind. Yep. And so it really does take just daily trust, daily mm. surrender. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, running away and or stuffing our anger or exploding can all seem like really great options in the moment. Mm.
0: Yes. And come on. You know,
1: while those, I know for me, those moments can really seem like the devil is just knocking down our door. Mm. But really, these moments are invitations. Come
0: on. And I found
1: that they're invitations for us to just draw closer to God. Mm -hmm. And yes, and the Lord is so good to say, hey, I know you're struggling right now. I see it. You know, I, I love you. And I'm waiting for you to Mm. draw close to me. I'm right here. I'm inviting you in this Mm -hmm. moment to grow even more, to seek me even more, to receive my love even more. I'm Mm -hmm. right here with you in this moment. You're not alone. Mm. And so for me, throughout my day-to-day, you know, even in a simple prayer, it can change everything. And I cannot tell you, Danny, how many times a day. That I have to simply pause and in my mind and or sometimes out loud. I'm convinced my sons think I'm crazy because sometimes I'll just, you know, yell, pray out loud or just blare a worship song and yeah. stuff, you know, God. That's I just need sur- you. yeah, but, that's just
0: survival, girl. That's just survival. Yes,
1: amen. <laughs> yes. But, you know, just how many times I just have to pause and just say, Lord, I need you. Mm -hmm. I need you. Please help me right now. Yeah. And he knows that. He knows that I need him. He Mm -hmm. knows that I can't do anything well apart from him. That's right. But he's waiting for me to invite him in that moment Mm -hmm. and say, God, I surrender. I surrender my flesh. I surrender how I want to respond in this moment. And I am inviting you in and I need you. Would you help me? Yeah. And. Every single time he comes to my rescue. And it doesn't mean that, you know, the day is going to automatically change necessarily, Mm -hmm. but it is just this constant reliance on him.
2: Mm -hmm. And,
1: you know, for me, I found that if I'm facing discouraging thoughts, which those, you know, depending on the scale, that can be just really hard, really Mm -hmm. hard to make it through the day when your thoughts are just constantly at battle. Yes. You know, where you just, you want to just give up on the day, just mm. curl up and just say, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm over this. But, Yes you know, that was, I, I faced that moment yesterday. And, you know, I find that those moments when I, um, you know, will open a Bible app, which thank the Lord for a
0: smartphone for that. Come on. Yes. <laughs> so, no Always. I am,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. Or like a study plan. Like I love, I love you version, the Bible app or dwell, you know, mm. just to play just scripture speaking over mouth, but you know, I'll just open up a Bible app or I'll get out if I'm at home and I have them, you know, convenient right there. I'll read just a daily devotional. And my go-to's are usually Jesus calling or strong are two of my favorites right now. And I will just receive God's truth over, over myself and read, open up the word and read it. Mm -hmm. And my mind is renewed with his word and God will speak to my heart in that messy moment. Mm. And, you know, like I said, it doesn't mean that the day is going to change. I mean, you girls all know that. The day, you know, things happen, obstacles get before us, we have hard things to face throughout our days. And so it doesn't mean that, you know, the day is going to be all rainbows, you know, and hard things will continue to happen. But it it does mean that our hearts and our minds will be aligned with the Lord so Mm -hmm. that we can better hear His voice and we can more obediently walk in His ways. And you know, something that the Lord has been teaching me over the last several years is just reminding me that an obedient life—it's not these, you know, mountaintop moments. It's, we don't, we're not obedient to, you know, reach the next level or to even get to the mountaintop, you right, know, or right. to, to have the, the the promotion or whatever. Those things are blessings mm. if we get there, but you know, an obedient life is what we're called to, no matter what season we're in, no matter if we ha- got the promotion or not, mm-hmm.
2: whether we're in the valley
1: or the mountaintop, but
2: mm-hmm. an
1: obedient life is made up of any like messy, small daily yeses to yes. the Lord.
2: Yes. And
1: it's just constant surrender and you know, over the course of our lives, it leads to fruit and it leads to legacy and it leads Mm. to bringing God glory in every season. And ultimately, you know, that's what I'm after. That's what as daughters of God, that's what we're after. Yeah.
0: I love just this idea, Megan, the, the acknowledgement. I think that that we are going to have those messy moments and being obedient before God is not the absence of those messy moments. It's the willingness to trust him right in the middle of it and to surrender the way we might want to handle something or the way we might want to respond um, and instead to surrender our, you know, initial reactions to things and instead respond in a way that glorifies him and makes him known. And that, my friend, yes. is that's where it is. That is um that's the key to this is to be able to surrender right in the middle of the mess and acknowledge that his way is the way. I feel like I mean, I feel like we could talk about this for hours, right? Because I feel like oh yeah, this topic <laughs> is so It's just so important, and it's so pertinent for our lives, and it's so relevant because obedience is walked out every single day. This is not something that we arrive at at some point of being obedient. We have to become obedient. Like you said, we are working out our salvation with fear and trembling, and it's a constant everyday life. thing and so um man i feel like we could just go on and on but for time's sake um i'm gonna like wrap us up and so tell us a little bit about how our listeners can follow you and follow your ministry like how can they keep up with you on social media or contact you or even get subscribed to get those weekly encouragements from you how can they follow along
1: Yes. So if you are on Instagram, you can find me. My handle is Megan Francis West. And on there, you can find a link to sign up for my weekly dose of encouragement that I love sending out. They're just really just a prayer and just scripture that I just speak and share over the girls that I get to reach out to every week. And then on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com forward slash Megan Francis West. And then also my podcast, which you can find on any podcast streaming method, whichever your favorite is, uh, it's called Lift Up Your Head. So if you search Lift Up Your Head or Megan West, you will find my podcast there
0: awesome. And I'll be sure to tag all of those things whenever I share the podcast that I'll tag those ways that people can follow along with you. And I'm just so super thankful for your willingness to contribute your voice to this conversation about obeying well, because it's so important, friends, that we learn how to surrender ourselves before God and obey His word over everything else. So you guys be sure to go out and follow this sweet friend of mine. Um, It will definitely be be worth your time. And I thank you so much for listening along today. And Megan, I thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you so much, Danny. It was such a blessing to be here with you. Oh,
0: I pray that you enjoy today's conversation on obedience, and that you will take the courage to apply these teachings. If you would like to receive the study guide for this episode, which includes scripture references, reflection questions, journal prompts, and a prayer focus, you can subscribe on my website at dannyhardy.com, and I'll get that delivered over to your inbox. Friends, please, please, please make plans to join me right here again in a couple of weeks as I interview one of my new favorite people in ministry. My guest next month is so contagiously full of life, and I know you will love her and that you will learn so much as we continue to dive into the well that God is for us and the wellness that God has for us. I can't wait to chat with you again.
2: I'll talk to you soon.